once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat hey i'm scott this is the wisdom and all things podcast uh, really it's just an audio version of the article you can have sent to you if you'd sign up for the email articles and other podcasts all of it there and the sign up as well is over at wisdomandallthings.com. We've been on a very special journey for the last, oh goodness, 10, 12 weeks or so. Not quite because we're not almost finished. Benjamin Franklin's 13 Virtues is what we're stepping through. If you're listening for the first time, you may want to go back and obviously listen to the rest of the series. But just for a refresher and then so that you know, Benjamin Franklin was actually in church one day listening to a sermon on Philippians 4.8 and was disillusioned by it at least partly responsible, I think, for his ultimately deciding to conceive this idea, the 13 virtues, this bold and arduous project of arriving at moral perfection. It's kind of interesting as you step through these uh, 13 virtues. It really does, I think, layer on the many ways that we can examine our lives. So it would be good for you to go back and read them or listen to them. Uh, Again, you can do that at wisdominallthings.com. Tranquility, Benjamin says this, be not disturbed at trifles or at accidents, common or unavoidable. So as we explore this, think of it uh, maybe this way. There's tranquility or perpetual perturbation, where we're constantly and perpetually perturbed. Keep calm and carry on. Those words made up a poster created by the British government back in 1939. They were meant to inspire courage in English citizens preparing for the onslaught of World War II. Surprisingly, they were not used extensively. It wasn't until 2000, the year 2000, that they were rediscovered in a bookstore in northern England. Since that time, they have taken on a life of their own and hardly reflects really the history and conviction for those for which they first were conceived. While World War II was no trifling matter, the admonishment given those facing that overwhelming situation is really good advice for every circumstance, especially those of little or no consequence. Keep calm. Carry on. We shouldn't get too shook by a trifle. Something that is uh, of little value or importance should not be worried about or be allowed to interfere or distract. A friend and I had spent a week working at a camp in Bemidji, Minnesota. If you've ever been to Minnesota in the summer, you're probably well acquainted with our state bird, the mosquito. One early evening, we wanted to have some fun after a day's work and decided to go golfing. That's right. We decided at dusk to go outside where all the mosquitoes are. I only lasted like two holes. The air was so thick with gnats and mosquitoes, I simply just could not bear the psychological warfare as they were just crawling all over your face and in your eyes and you're trying to swing and this was supposed to be enjoyable. I mean, they're pretty harmless, obviously, unless you let them get to you. First, they break you mentally. And not too long after that, they have you convulsing and flailing your arms in the air like one of those inflatable tube people. However, my friend was able to ignore them. Crawling in his nose and his ears and eyes, he had the the remarkable ability just to play on. Evidently, he was blessed with the superpower of being imperturbable. That is a word. Franklin's admonishment is to keep calm and carry on. We can't allow trifles and those events and circumstances that are common and unavoidable to trip us up or pull us away from what is actually important. The inability to find tranquility can develop into a perpetual state of being perturbed. So here's how to be undisturbed by trifles. There are a number of of questions or areas to investigate as we deal with the, the ways of the trifling matters of life and how they get to us. From understanding what we're feeling 
and considering others' perspectives to overthinking things and beating ourselves up. However, I want to focus on two areas specifically. The first is to try and quickly dispel our lunacy. That's, that's the one way to deal with and be undisturbed by a trifle. I know that for me, things become much larger than they actually are and far more dangerous in my mind when I detach from reality. The little things get to me and reality then is distorted. So first, you want to try and quickly dispel just the lunacy about how we in our minds have built this thing up so that it's so big and so daunting, but in reality is just ridiculous. The second is a caution about dealing with anger. Whether you have a quick fuse or your anger is always on kind of simmer, handling the little things can spare you and others unnecessary harm. So you just got to deal with the anger. Now onto the, the two points I want to make about being undisturbed by trifles. First, you want less Kirk and more Spock. Here's what I mean by that. If you're a Star Trek fan, you're going to get it. If you're not, go watch Star Trek with <laughs> Captain Kirk and Spock and you'll, you'll pick it up pretty quickly. Anyway, reality is pretty important. Spock is always good about pointing to those instances of reality we mere humans like to skip past. Spock is, is fond of saying, insufficient facts always invite danger. We want to be more like Spock, less like Kirk. Captain Kirk, on the other hand, is, well, he's the opposite. Reality doesn't seem to stop him from going where his heart leads him. It's pretty easy to see who would be the arm flailer in this example and who would just simply move to an area that had no gnats. Here's how we can apply more reality to trifles and keep from overreacting emotionally and letting them drive us nuts. Identify what is true in the situation. What is true of you? What is true of God? The elements of the trifling situation. Second, is this one of life's trifles? How can I change it or avoid it? And next, what will happen if I explode? Just consider that. That is, what will be the outcome if I don't deal with reality the way that I should and begin flailing my arms? You can only manage what is in your control. You set aside the rest. Again, Spock says, when you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Let logic take the wheel. When you skip past some logical considerations, you become a little bit too much like Captain Kirk and not enough like Spock. So first, less like Kirk, more like Spock. Secondly, less like Hulk, more like Banner. Seeing the Hulk puts the need for anger management into perspective. Though we don't turn green and burst out of our clothing, when we erupt, it can be deadly, if not at least extremely painful. People run in fear for their lives, and property damage is exponential. From the Avengers, there was an exchange between Captain America and Bruce Banner, who ultimately can become the Hulk. Captain America says, Dr. Banner, now might be a good time for you to get angry. To which Bruce Banner says, that's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. If we're reaching that point or quickly get there, hopefully you can learn to walk it back to where you left logic behind. Additionally, here are a few steps to, to manage the inner monster with help from the comic vault. So if you're given to outbursts of anger, if you're not able to remain undisturbed by trifle and they just drive you crazy and you maybe turn green and, and break out of your clothing. The comic vault in their article said this, recognize your monster and what triggers it. Why are you angry? What takes you there? Can it be diffused or can you distance yourself from it? Next, talk to the monster, kind of like they do with the Hulk. 
and make it your ally. The monster can be put to good use when it is controlled and directed. Third, identify the something positive you can channel that anger toward. When feeling like you need an outlet, determine how you can direct that emotion in a way that something good will result from expressing it. We cannot avoid the unavoidable, but we can avoid what is. Remember, more like Spock and Banner, less like Kirk and the Hulk. Being calm, cool, and collected means you'll avoid the tendency to be perpetually perturbed. So keep calm and carry on. This virtue, as well as the others, the other 12, there's 13 of them. Benjamin Franklin's 13 Virtues, the special Wisdom in All Things podcast and series is available at the website, wisdominallthings.com. You can also sign up for the email. I'll let you know when I post these things. But if you want to read all about it again or listen to it again, you can do that at wisdominallthings.com.